while we think we're still at an early point in the course of this disease, we think now is the time for us to move to strengthen the measures further, uh, to try to spend two weeks to really suppress the transmission of this virus as much as is possible in the community. Welcome to episode two of Onside, a look at how sport in the southeast has adapted to the current pandemic. In this mini-series, we look not just at how the coronavirus crisis has impacted sport in the region, but also the social, financial and emotional effects of losing such an important aspect of normal life in this country and indeed around the world. Yesterday, we looked at how when the virus first struck, athletes and clubs had to react quickly and think in their feet as the country entered restrictions. However, with much of continental Europe already entering lockdown and the UK and Ireland preparing for their own, one sporting event took much of the limelight. The Gentleman Racing Festival saw over 65,000 punters, including plenty of Irish, descend on the Gloucestershire town, with the bubble of the event continuing as the rest of the world prepared for lockdown. Many saw the decision to keep the festival running, particularly as it became apparent over the course of the week how serious the pandemic was becoming as irresponsible. However, following the event, local racing journalist Mark Phillips said the organisers had acted on public health advice. The soccer matches went ahead last weekend. The football, the FAA, FAA didn't, um, you know, curb the, the uh, football going ahead so I suppose racing they took advice from the government in the UK and from their health authorities and they were told to, to go on with it you know so but Was there a case where they could have held the, I know it's, it's with the Gold Cup and everything but the final day I mean at that point it was apparent that it was going to be you know it had already been labelled a pandemic do you think they could have they could have kind of closed the doors and just said look racing behind closed doors for the They last could day. have but I'd say they would have had a lot of angry people on their doorstep trying to get in that day you know people yeah. you buy your tickets mainly in advance for Cheltenham so people would have prepaid the tickets as such and uh, they could have done that yeah they could have done it but look I said probably one more day is not going to make a difference you know what I mean at this stage had it been next week we'd say I don't think it would have taken place It was something that Ellie Scally General Manager Goran Park repeated months later I think the information they were given on Monday and Tuesday was very different to the information they were getting on Thursday and Friday It's great to be an expert after the event and I think at the time we all underestimated the coronavirus and, and what it was going to do to us and you know I remember the Friday morning waking up the Gold Cup day to read in the papers that Irish racing was now going moving behind closed doors and then it became very real that you know this is serious and it wasn't long before racing here went behind closed doors but other sports weren't afforded the luxury David Shores the strength and conditioning coach for the Wexford ladies footballers entire lives spent training and playing had to be put on hold and for these women it's not just a sport but the family unit that builds as teammates grow closer over the seasons at least nine months of their of their year probably from the age of 16 upwards has been spent with uh, the same group of girls or a growing group of, group of girls each each year so for that to be taken from them has been big. We've had some training sessions on with Zoom. In general it's just a way for us to stay in, in contact. You know physically the girls will keep themselves in really good in really good condition without us having that um, but it's probably more the for team morale and for their own emotional well-being that that we do that as much as well, you know. And as the virus began to spread, the prospect of any sport in the summer was looking more and more doubtful. Tomorrow we look at the virus's spread and one well-known sportsman that described his coronavirus experience as the scariest moment of his life.